You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, Graham Trainer. That was so loud it just blew out. It just blew out all the speakers. But I think people get I oh, think people get the message. I got it. I got it. Oh, I have to, uh, my intro. <clears throat> no, no riddle this week. The riddle didn't work out because the audio was so bad with the the Leo Romeo thing, which also blew out the speakers. I yeah. Uh, I got three Snyder facts. To start the show. Dan Snyder, yes, please. Uh, yeah, indulge. New ones. Indulge. Uh, I think you mentioned this one time, but he cut down a tree in a national park. Did you know about this? No. Oh, Did he yeah, really? Yeah. Destroying Why? trees. I know you're anti-golf course. It wasn't because of a golf course, but you're anti-golf courses. Yeah. Knocking down trees for uh, the, the poor habits of, of unhealthy golfers like myself. So I wanted to make sure you were aware of that. Um, it was for his own uh, real estate reasons. Um, he once sued in a, a national park. Speaking of real estate, yeah, they're at the Potomac, so it, I don't know if that counts. Oh, you know, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, right. Not a not a Wyoming national park. Well, you know, um, trees grow on the East Coast a little faster than they grow out here on West. Yeah, you can't get gored at the Potomac, though. Fortunately, <laughs> uh, he once sued. Speaking of real estate, he once sued a grandma who mm. was in her seventies, who was a real estate agent during the Big Short back in 08. Yeah, uh, when she was when she was struggling financially because she couldn't afford season tickets after she held them every year since 1960. He sued her and he won sixty six thousand dollars from her. Wait, wait. Okay. When she was when she was on her ass. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Slow down. How can you sue a a public? I mean, a, a season ticket holder. She. She. Uh, what did it say? It was something like um, he claimed that the ticket she. She didn't want to forfeit the tickets and was hoping that they would honor the next year for her because things were tough. And then he sued saying that the, the stadium has to be filled and that the tickets are a priority, even though they could not fill that stadium to save their lives. Oh unless my when they're God, unless Jalen Hurts is there and they're trying to, you know, knock down some, some yeah, murder him with pieces of the stadium. Uh, yeah, I don't want to stumble over why, cause I don't remember exactly, but I just wanted to hit the headline there. that you sued a grandma. Okay. Um, and then, he uh, third thing he tried to food poison fans by uh, selling airplane peanuts that had come from a defunct airline the year before. Okay. He like took took old inventory from an airline, brought the peanuts to FedEx, sold them as uh, concessions. And you know peanuts only have a three month shelf life, Massey. Uh, that does not seem right. That that seems know, like when people harvest like a mil a salt that's a million years old and then gives it an expiration date. It seems like they're, yeah, they're uh, eternal. Yeah, it seems like peanuts kind of last. They, they have a longer shelf life than three debunked. I got a great idea. Let's just get all the food off this crappy airline, and uh, we'll just serve it to our fans, upcharge them 10,000%. Oh, mm -hmm. my gosh. I'm sure he sold it as like a rare, rare peanut of some, some variety. We have a packed show, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to get to Dan Snyder. We have... Again? Oh, trust me. We have the huddle that includes <laughs> Dan Snyder. We have the uh, three up, three down in the NFL. We have college football pick them, and we're going to make a little draft. We're going to draft our four, two drafts. Two, two drafts. 
Two drafts, one show. One show. We have an NBA draft and a college basketball draft. And that that we're just going to do off the top of our heads. Because at this early in the season, we don't really know. But we're going to pick some teams that we believe will make it deep into the playoffs or, in fact, win the entire thing. So that is two drafts, one show. Got college football pick them, NFL, three up, three down, and the huddle. And we might as well get started because we're already running out of time. Trainer. Oh, oh shit. Let's God, get into the yeah. huddle. The huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something that you are stuck on, your quote slash question of the week, and your goat of the week. Trainer, you first. As always, what is your good news of the week? I got two, but I'll be fast, just like the, just like the drafts. Got two. All Give right. me two, Utah. Um, Ime Udoka mm-hmm. did not get the Brooklyn job. Cheaters shouldn't win, Massey. Yeah, I, so was I the only one that gave that rumor doubt? You were right. You you know you're good with the. Uh, I've I've been fooled by fake Twitter twelve times this uh, this show's season. I think the seasons usually start in August for our show. No, of March. Course. No, so twelve times since March. What do you think? That's when we first started March. Well, yeah, but I think our That's seasons season. really start in when football starts. Season, this is season seven. Okay, so this is season seven. I, I don't think, know. I anyway, don't know. Um, or but the the other side of this, the other side of the coin here, or is did we want Ime? to get this miserable job with the Nets with Ben Simmons and Kyrie and KD probably getting traded. Like, would that have been the right thing? The, the karma, the karma, karmatic. Karma, I think karma part thing. of it is email was like, you know what? I'll just serve a one year suspension before getting re- entangled into that job. Yeah. It seemed like, um, it seems easier to sit at home knowing that you're probably going to be back with the Celtics in a year. And rather than, eventually get fired by the nets in two years and be out be out of a job but do you want to sit at home with a lady you stepped out on well that's probably going to end right you know yeah it did happen yeah i guess tom brady and giselle didn't last but that wasn't cheating well he cheated on her with the bucks and todd bowl that's good point that's good point (laughs) i oh man that that's anyway jock jock vaughn jock vaughn got the job Uh, i like this fact jock vaughn he's a former big eight player of the year with the Kansas Jayhawks. Do you remember, do you and your parents and grandparents at home remember the big eight? It disbanded in 96. Oh man. I think I do the big eight, <laughs> Colorado, Nebraska, OU, nice, Texas, nice. Kansas. Nice. That's five. Uh, Pretty good. Not Texas though, but you're, you're close. Your wildcats. Don't forget your wildcats. Oh, Kansas state. Mm-hmm. Um, your tigers, your tigers that almost beat Georgia this oh, year. Missouri, Missouri tigers. Do they have Texas A&M too? No, and then your uh, your Cornhuskers and Iowa State. I said I said State. Nebraska, but okay, anyway, Iowa State. Yeah, the Big A. What a great trivia question. Yeah, mm-hmm. that um, good. That was a hell of a conference. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, second one. Speaking of A and M, actually, uh, Aggies lost their fifth in a row, first time since 1980. Yell practice is is dead. It should be. I mean, Jimbo Fisher is. Is he dead? He. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's not going to get bought out this year because he's got that number one recruiting class. But I will say, if Jimbo Fisher is there, if there's a window for Jimbo to get fired this this year, it's going to be when the transfer transfer portal hits. That December, I think it's December first to December thirty first, maybe everyone's allowed to declare their their eligibility or enter the portal and leave or stay. If he can't retain his players, Jimbo is going to come into next season on a flaming hot seat. And it's going to take one or two slip-ups. And by one or two slip-ups, I mean, like, Coach Boone and remember the Titans. He loses a game and he's out. 
Mm. Do you remember? Do you remember when? Uh, I, I like that. Do you remember? And by by portal, that made me think. Do you remember? Have you seen the thing where Eli Manning goes to a Giants practice, pretends to be a kid from Penn State or something? No, he goes to a Penn State practice, meaning to be Chad Powers. Okay, that's what it was. Why doesn't Jimbo Fisher dress up like a student athlete or a college football player, and then he tries to go in the transfer portal and you know kind of hides out? Yeah, sneaks sure, sneaks his way to a different school. I'm sure Jimbo's got the physique for that to be a college athlete. Would you trade Jimbo Fisher for Tony Elliott straight up with the contract? Um, yeah, yeah, I would. Okay. I would. I would. Jimbo Fisher in the <laughs> ACC, sure, absolutely. Why not? Why not? New Clemson. Yeah. Uh, my good news of the week. You got to give it to him. Jeff Saturday has become the greatest legend of all coaching hires of all time. Jim Ursay fired Frank Wright saying that he's never hired a loser. Frank Wright was seven games above 500 with eight left, and he was doing the math in his head. He was like, nope, 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 nope. Can't have a losing head coach in this squad. It is so funny to me that Jeff Saturday, who is currently in the Colts facility, I'm sure, doing homework, but before this weekend, he was an ESPN analyst having zero coaching experience in the NFL or college. He doesn't even know the personnel on the coaches. He, I mean, on the Colts. He doesn't even know where the cafeteria is in the visiting players' locker room. or what, He doesn't even know how to schedule a meeting. Like, There's so many things. You know what Slack in. is. <laughs> yeah, but also, like, who's going to call the plays? They fire their offensive coordinator. So Marcus Brady. Well, I don't know. He's yeah. never coached high school either, right? Well, no, he's coached a little bit of high school. I'm not sure to what extent. A little bit. But they he's not as good as Philip Rivers. No, no, definitely not. But he, they fired their coach, their offensive coordinator, Marcus Brady, and now have Park Frazier as their play caller. He has never called plays in in the NFL. Great. But that all that all that being said, all that against Jeff Saturday, he's skipped the line in the the head coaching totem pole to the very top, and he's kind of in a win win situation. Which I like. If yeah, he well, if he does well, then oh my gosh, Jeff Saturday. I mean, if he goes five hundred, I consider five hundred well, right? With the Colts the rest of the season, yes. Um, if he if he does poorly, then okay, all right, whatever. Experiment failed. I I inherited a, a dumpster fire of a team. But if he goes five hundred or wins a couple of games or or is competitive in all of them, then he just solidifies himself as an NFL head coach, and he never. He's got a job for the rest of his life. I'm not saying as an NFL head coach, but once you become a coach in the NFL, you just never leave. I hear you. Mm-hmm. My my stuck on this week is Jeff Saturday uh, the, and the, uh, the Saturday hiring. I will counter with, I think Jim Ursay is on so many pills from that briefcase he handcuffs himself to yeah. that he's, he's doing this. He thinks we're not dumb enough to know he's phantom tanking, meaning he's putting in the most ridiculous system ever. So I feel like I, I do agree that Jeff Saturday, if he pulls off the Gene Hackman and the replacements yeah. and does well, does well on accident, then he's going to be somebody that, that is sought after. But I feel like there's no way. And the Colts are trying to go three and 13 and one to get, you know, CJ Stroud or Bryce young or hooker, or they're just trying to get their QB uh, draft stock up in the top 10. In top five. Yeah, maybe. But when was the last time they were able to to pick a quarterback besides Peyton Manning, which was an absolute layup? <clears throat> yeah, he was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> he he was. He was. And he he couldn't handle the team that Jim Irsay built around him, and then he quit. Yeah, because he got, so. kept getting hurt. Yeah, uh, man, yep. what a big whiff by me. Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning, those were two pretty good quarterbacks. No, no, no. 
But you're right. It's house money. If Jeff Saturday succeeds like Gene Hackman, forgot his name in that movie, Shane Falco is the quarterback. Uh, Sam Ellinger is the quarterback in this scenario. But Jeff Saturday could be the next like guy like uh, that kind of maybe maybe he gets a GM job kind of like um, John Lynch with the Niners and does well with that. Maybe they're not, like he's not an X and O's guy, but he knows he knows how to like be around the team. He gets like a player exec or not player exec team exec job or something. Well, he's he already is a consultant to the Colts and has been for seven years. I'm not sure what that means. Oh. Does that mean you get phone calls when it comes to drafts or or like give tips to the offensive line? Is it also there's a, it begs the question: Is yeah. it a bait? Is it a little bit of bait for Peyton Manning to become the Colts GM if Je- if his buddy's in the building? Ooh, I like that. It's yeah, that's a little that's putting the carrot on the stick for Peyton to come off the couch on Monday Night Football, and he could be the next guy that skips the line with Jeff Saturday. I mean, Peyton Manning is probably going to end up in the NFL in some capacity. You would you would think that you have John Elway in Denver. He seems like he's going to keep his job before Peyton Manning gets it, unless Peyton Manning ascends up to the GM's spot with uh, Elway. But it also seems like Peyton Manning knows knows the X's and O's, so why wouldn't he be a little more involved in, in the coaching side of things, despite the fact he probably doesn't want to spend those hours doing doing coaching. Those guys – he, he wants to watch his family grow up. He doesn't not want, not want to sacrifice and become an NFL head coach with their schedule. But, yeah, Peyton Manning is a GM. That seems about right. Yeah, or I could see it being like the Todd Bowles, uh, Bruce Arian situation where Peyton Manning comes in and then Saturday goes to the GM spot and then Manning becomes X's and O's guys on the field. All right. <clears throat> I, like I don't know. I mean, ten- he's not going to get the Tennessee job, even though Josh Heupel lost last weekend, spoiler alert, to Georgia. He's not going to get the Tennessee job anytime soon. So if he wants a job in the NFL, maybe get the Broncos job because that guy Hackett's almost done too. So those are his two teams, Peyton Manning's two teams. Maybe uh, this is a recruiting uh, ploy for maybe Jim Mercer is not on, on pills. No, I think don't, don't give, (laughs) don't give him credit. All right. Trainer, what's your critical number of the week? Nine, nine. I have no idea. I got three nine, of the, oh, nine, for this one. Nine years Brittany Griner is going to spend in a penal oh. colony in East I, Russia I, somewhere. I, I really hope not. We'll find out, though. Stay tuned, sports fans. She's, um, getting, she's getting transported to one right now. They don't even know where she is. Oh, so we'll scary. get to that. We'll get to that. I hope not. I hope we don't get to that. <laughs> no, no, in the show. In the show, I'm we'll kidding. get to it. Yeah. Anyway, give me your nine. Number, number of points scored by the Packers, Aaron Rodgers against the Lions. Mm fun they uh, uh number of the, oh, may i interrupt there the oh, lions uh average giving up about 30 ish points correct correct awful defense worse in the league i think going in that game uh number of teams except for aiden hudson he's playing well shout out to your shout out to your wolverines uh number of teams dusty baker had played on or managed for and finally got his first managerial world series after 30 years as a skipper wearing right. baseball uniforms in the dugout as a coach like you say um he won with the 1981 dodgers i'm not sure who he won with this year i don't know who won the world series i don't really care i wasn't paying attention yeah dusty good for you man and this is the this is the number alabama Mm. that they fell to number nine lowest since 2019 when they lost to lsu and auburn auburn in the same season 2019 i forget i forget oh which got the 12th they finished 12th the year burrow had his his big uh undefeated season yeah big big coming out party um yeah i'm i'm disappointed how they they played against lsu it seems like they always played down to their opponent but i did say lsu was going to cover and brian kelly 
LSU is going to be a problem. Brian Kelly does not have elite athletes, but he has good coaching. And with a win over Alabama, those LSU funnels are just going to get wider and wider. And all those LSU high school kids are going to funnel right in LSU high school kids. Louisiana high school kids are going to funnel right into LSU instead of eyeballing other other greener pastures elsewhere. LSU is everything in Louisiana when it comes to college football. And college football is obviously huge in that state. This is the only team that you play for if you play high school football in Louisiana. And Brian Kelly just made himself that much more appealing to those guys who would take a spot at Alabama or Georgia or, you know, as far as Florida, Texas, Oklahoma. I mean, you see Louisiana players go everywhere. Now they're going to start falling toward LSU. And I think the LSU-Alabama rivalry, I think this is – it's back on. I think there's no question about it that Brian Kelly is going to elevate LSU into a place where they're going to be a problem every single first week in November for Alabama. You said all that very quickly without wincing. I'm very proud of you. It's hard to say. Well, it's people people forget about the LSU Alabama rivalry. Yes, okay. Alabama has owned them for quite some time, but there were times where LSU was always was the biggest game of the year. You put it on your calendar, you sat down turned your phone off no one could bother you and you locked in on that game and it's one of those things where i mean i remember aj mccarron and beat him in the hurry up offense uh before alabama won their f- second national title humble brag um but my, my point is is like <laughs> it was physical it's violent they hate each other and it brian kelly just put a little put a little recruiting feather in his cap there and he's going to be a problem no, no, I'm glad. I mean, I'll, I'll do about sugar, sugar coating on this. Um, people are calling for Alabama to be done. There's no more dynasty. There's no more cha- championships, no more dominancy. Look at what happened in 2019. Three years later, two years later, they went back and won a title and then lost to Georgia in one. So they were a Jameson Williamson, Jameson Williams injury yeah. away from winning a national title last year. And, it's, and it's, Stetson been an elite game. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Stetson Ben will dribble the ball off the <laughs> turf to himself winning that game. Also, it I think there's a difference, and let me let me kind of um expound on the point of LSU. Like we're looking at Tennessee right now in the East, and people are saying, Oh, Tennessee is back. It feels like 98. Tennessee's back. Josh Heupel, in my opinion, has caught lightning in a bottle with Hendon Hooker. He is head and shoulders one of the best quarterbacks in in the country right now. You, you could look at C.J. Stroud at Ohio State. But in the SEC, I cannot think of a better quarterback um, in the East. I mean, Bryce Young, obviously, at Alabama is the best in the, in the SEC, and I don't think that's debatable. But right now, Hendon Hooker is having a lights-out season. When he's gone, I'm not sure if Josh Heupel lasts three more seasons because he, that level of talent is going to drop off at the quarterback position, I think, rather quickly. Now, I'm not up to date on my Tennessee quarterback room you know I don't know who's next but it does not seem like that success can be sustained because it's based on one player the fact that Brian Kelly is doing this with good players not elite players not players that you know the names of because they're going to go they're going to be play on Sundays I mean some of them most of them probably will because they play for LSU but my Mm -hmm. point is is that they don't have this one guy they're rallying behind they're just playing good football and yeah, I mean, they've, yeah, they've sort of rallied around Jalen Daniels playing well, which is cool. But besides him, I don't know another player's name. Yeah, I, I couldn't even list. In fact, I'll, I'll admit, I was at my best friend's wedding, and there was I could see all the crowds of people at the different cocktail tables uh, watching the game. And I was like, I bet you I'll know, I'll know the outcome 
I was check I was keeping on the score, but I was checking I was checking my phone for the score, but to know what was happening in the game, I just looked around at all the cocktail tables and little old ladies with their reader glasses were staring at iPhones and then they all shouted the same explicitive mm-hmm. at once and went straight to the bar and ordered ordered drinks. All I heard was a Fuck! all right. Was it was that in the middle of your best man speech? Everybody just left no, they're just yelling no, at expletives. <laughs> what did I say? Yeah, it's like sorry. I'm sorry. I thought that was a Alabama joke. lost, Massey. Sit down. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. It was uh but then, ever, you know, the mood ne- did not damage the wedding. The mood never changed. It was just a matter of fact. Okay, Alabama lost. Let's keep drinking Brian, tequila. Brian Kelly still did that weird TikTok video. We can always laugh at that. Yeah, that's something That's yeah. something we can do. But until next year, LSU, where, we, LSU, where Alabama plays you in Tuscaloosa, it's going to be the SEC West just got that much harder. All right, my critical number. You ready? Two, oh, yeah. 2.1 million in welfare funds. The amount of money... Uh, Dan Snyder stealing in welfare fund. Oh, no, no. This is Brett Favre. Do you remember when Brett Favre got the uh, Southern Miss to uh, got the welfare fund to fund a volleyball court for Southern Miss? His daughter's volleyball team? Yeah. Yeah. So guess what? Um, Brett Favre backed a concussion concussion drug companies called Prevacos and Prisol MD. Those are the two companies. Now, obviously, he was just a s- spokesman. But those two companies received $2.1 million in state welfare ones funds and is being being sued in a civil suit. They developed a nasal spray to treat concussions and a cream to pr- help prevent con- concussions, which cracks me up to think that football players are just rubbing cream all over their oh head God. to protect their, On their brain. forehead? Yeah. Um, turns out they the did— nasal, The nasal spray, that seems so, like, that seems uh, abrasive shoot up to your brain with some sort i don't know yeah maybe i'm wrong i'm not a doctor (laughs) but it turns out it was discovered that no actual research was conducted on human beings regarding (laughs) the effectiveness of said drugs brett Favre has stepped in it again you brett you need to do your research behind these companies before endorsing them is brett Favre broke is he like oh you need me to be on an advertisement sure you paying cash is there is there a catering i'm in he might have put all of his money into like uh what was that? The the bronze bracelet that boomer golfers wear. Like, I think he might've like invested that too much. And that went under probably copper fit um, where Jerry Rice and Brett Favre were playing in some farm field. Yeah. He had to settle some off the settle some suits for against masseuses off the, off the grid, you know, <laughs> sell out, sell out of court is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like, Brett, you need to, you need to keep your head down, man. Yeah. You you again. And also, how much welfare money can you steal from the state of Mississippi before your your soul like implodes and you're just a shell of a human being? I guess two million because now he's a shell of a human being. Oh my gosh. All right. Give me your uh give me your stuck on this week. Uh mine was Jeff Saturday, Jim Ursay. Who's who's redder in the face? Jim Ursay or Brian Kelly? Who, who looks more like Vince uh, McMahon these days? I think I think Brian Kelly, the way that he yells okay. all the time. And he's and he yeah. probably tosses tosses Jack Daniels back every night. My stuck on was also what you said earlier. Saban was the talk of that Saban is done. Bama Bama's dynasty is dead. I'm gonna let Nick Saban go 500 and give a competitive competitive game to like oh Vanderbilt or like Coastal Carolina or whatever FCS team they play before Auburn. Before I even consider the Texas. fact that Alabama's done. Look at their recruiting. <laughs> yeah, look at their recruiting. Is still elite. They have Bill O'Brien. I I don't hate as an offensive coordinator. He's getting too mm. cute with Bryce Young. 
He's throwing the ball too much. When we have one of the better, Jameer Gibbs is one of the better running backs in the country, and he just won't hand Jameer Gibbs the ball for some reason. It drives me bananas. They need to utilize him like Alvin Camaro because he's got such a special skill set as wide receiver as well. So, but our defensive coordinator, Bama's defensive coordinator, is so bad. What what happened to the mean? Remember when Alabama scored. 12, touch, 12 defensive touchdowns in 13 games one season. Where is that? He's in Georgia. He's in, he's in Athens. That was after Kirby Smart. I swear. Oh, then he's, uh, he's getting sued by – or he's, he's getting sanctions from Tennessee. Uh, for, Probably. For, for uh, recruiting – what was that guy's name that Tennessee fired? And then they Butch hired Jones? Heupel. No, the guy between Butch Jones and Heupel. Oh, Jeremy Pruitt. Court. Yeah, that guy was an elite. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I Pruitt. loved him as defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Do we, we need that. a – we need to find a uh, Pruitt was dropping off bags of cash on people's porch. His wife was dropping off bags of cash on people's porch. That's how we got caught. Yeah. It was like, yo, dude, we that's to, that's not the, that's not the way to do this. We need to elect or nominate a um, rehab you defensive guy who's hard on his luck right now to be the next to, to remove the frat boy on the sidelines, yeah. the bearded, sweaty guy. Um from his role and get somebody who with some prestige as a defensive coordinator back in Alabama and uh, Alabama and Saban can resurrect his defensive career. I think that's, I mean, cause Alabama did adjust. They, they did adjust their offense. It was run control the clock, play elite defense. Now it's pass and outscore the, the opponent. And it needs to be the pendulum needs to swing back to running the ball with a healthy, healthy, healthy dose of play action pass and then play elite defense. Actually, you know what? We should do all the phases of the game right. Remember when Javier Arenas was returning punts? That was awesome. Anyway, all right, moving on. Bring back Pruitt. Resurrect him. <laughs> give, give, give me Jeremy Pruitt. All right, give me your quotes. I'm not sure if he's allowed to coach for the next 10 years. Yeah, we got to find an NFL coach who's on the hot seat, who's a defensive-minded guy, um, and then he can get fired um, Black Monday, and then he can go to Alabama. What's uh, what's the offensive coordinator for uh, – um, the Patriots right now, who's actually a defensive coordinator. Oh, Bill Belichick's son? No, 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 no. I did, yeah, he's all, no, not Bill Belichick's son. The the current offensive coordinator that wears the pencil in the ears, a nuclear scientist or a rocket scientist. I don't know. What that guy? He was the head coach of the Detroit Lions for a hot second. Man, why am I blanking? All right, but go ahead. Give me your give me your quote slash question of the week. I'm not going to stand down on anything that I believe in. I'm only going to get stronger because I'm not alone. I have an, a whole army around me. This is Kyrie, David Koresh, Jim Jones Irving, the new cult leader of America. Kyrie Irving is so weird. I mean, I just don't understand. No apologies. Where, yeah, where he's... Even Saban apologized. Saban apologized. You can't apologize, Kyrie? Yeah, and, and just he just seems to relish the attention, and he acts like his... He doesn't have a platform, and so when he gets questioned about all this stuff that he puts out, um, he's like, "Why are you asking me? Aren't you supposed to be asking me about basketball?" It's like, "No, dude, you have mil- you you influence millions and millions of people. What are you doing?" And he's he's right to get suspended, and and it, didn't he give a lump sum to some organization or something? I can't, I can't. I, I they rejected I, it. They rejected they? it. Good. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, I tuned Kyrie out every time he his face gets on my little scrolling wheel. I'm just like, no. I can't deal with yeah, Kyrie. True, I'm so over it. True go to the week. Whoever that anti-Semitism organization that rejected his money, that was awesome. Matt Patricia. I don't know why. Uh, that oh, yeah, Matt, so Pat, Matt Patricia's back. I didn't know he was back in, uh, in Fox Pro. Yeah, yeah. He's, I forget what role he plays. Uh, Bill Belichick does the same 
coach rehab that Saban does. The yeah, Kyrie Irving disengaged, just disengaged. All right, my question of the week. I, I hinted at it earlier. What is a penal camp? Where are they? And out of the 800 of them in Russia, which one is Brittany Griner going to? We have no idea currently where Brittany Griner is in the world besides east of Moscow. East of Moscow, so Siberian tundra, desert, whatever they call it. What do they call it? Siberia? Um, yeah, just Siberia. But also, which begs the questions, it's like those those labor camps still exist, and what do you do at a labor camp? You like dig a trench for nice. miles and miles? Lay down railroad tracks? What do you do out there in the in Siberia? wrestle bears yeah you get i'm sure you get tortured and wrestle bears yikes oh my gosh she i cannot believe that they are playing putin is playing some sort of poker game and she's she's some human poker chip so he can get the merchant of death back in his country do you know who that is <laughs> it's some russian guy we have in prison no oh, i know the, oh the, 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 the guy merchant, the, the merchant the, of death the tr- is uh, a gun salesman or a, a arms dealer like Nick Cage and Lord of War. Yeah, it's like uh, we're trying to do some trade. It's like uh, in Air, uh, Air Force One. Not to, sorry, not throwing too many movie references at you at the same time, but when, we're, when Air Force One, when President Harrison Ford is like, I don't want to trade the Russian bad guy for to get the plane. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Air yeah, Force yeah. One? yeah. I forget. Yeah. I forget that storyline. But yeah, they hijack the plane in order to get like a Russian general out of yeah out of prison or yes. something. Negotiations, negotiations, and then it's like we got Air Force One back, and they're like stop the trade and they shoot the guy the russian prisoner they shoot him because he's bad yeah yeah well maybe the good guys will win in this one i i just Hopefully. cannot believe that she is sleeping on a prisoner train going to siberia right now and her lawyers don't even know where she is it's just un- unbelievable all right give me your goat of the week trainer i got a bad one here uh. now that deshaun watson is gone there's a new uh pervert down in south texas his name is josh primo you heard about this guy no yeah, he exposed himself to to a therapist nine different times. Nine, big number on this show. Oh, um, that's he, the Spurs guy. Yeah, he came from Alabama. He he was so this. I had to audit his uh, why he got drafted so high. He got drafted uh, first round, twelfth pick by the Spurs. He averaged at Alabama eight points, three rebounds, and point eight point eight assists. And he was a first round lotto pick. I don't understand what what the reasoning for. Is he huge? Is he like seven foot seven? Six six guard. I guess that's kind of cool now. Have a big wing guard that's big. Okay. Well, disavow. So I, went, I went down a wormhole. Dis- I went down a wormhole. Disavow with this guy. Yeah, terrible. So um It gets yeah, worse for it. the Spurs. Yeah, I know. I went I went to see them get beat by the Nuggets on Saturday, uh live at uh at Ball Arena. In oh Denver. yeah, how was that? Yeah, it was awesome. Did was you have awesome. drinks with some- the Djokovic brothers? I got really close. I was on the Spurs side, unfortunately. I guess because I'm from Texas, they put us over there. But they were great seats. So, I saw some pictures. They were good seats. Yeah, I'll put you, them on. I'll put them on the IG. Uh, Keller Williams must be paying well for that. Uh, for those oh, yeah. seats, brother. My go to the yeah. week is the District of Columbia's Attorney General Carl Racine. He Mr. is Snyder. Suing, Mr. Snyder goes to Washington. He is suing Dan Snyder, the Washington Commanders, the NFL, and Roger Cadell. Let the games begin. So he sues him under the Consumer Protection Procedures Act. Uh, he states that he they colluded to deceive the residents of D.C. Um, with respect to the NFL's investigation into the toxic workplace environment of the Washington Commanders. They basically buried the Beth Wilkinson's report, who re, uh, researched investigated mm-hmm. thank you investigated uh investigated the commanders you're welcome yeah, yeah 
investigated the commander. She gave a report to Goodell. Goodell sealed it. And basically what uh, Carl is doing here, the, the AG of, of D.C., is he's basically going to get all that opened up. He's, this is a stepping stone for them to sue Dan Snyder, probably on more criminal charges, including like all the financial and money stuff that Dan Snyder's been slyly shifting. By slyly, I don't mean slyly. He just got caught, but has been shifting around money all over the place and, and probably is guilty of fraud. Now, the fine... The fine for this, the fine for breaking the Consumer Protection Procedures Act, five thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, that's not enough money. <laughs> I know. So that, so that, that's when I read that amount. I was like, oh, this is just a stepping stone. Um, what also? Oh, we should trade. We should trade Snyder for Griner. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Um, I don't know how this is going to hold water. I'm not sure how it's going to be do- done because the commander's headquarters is in Virginia, and they play mm-hmm. in Maryland which is all outside of the District of Columbia. Um, Sketch. I think he just wants to expose Goodell's kangaroo court, you know, that his rigged yeah. kangaroo court that he does behind closed doors like the NCAA used to do and say, uh, guilty, not guilty, guilty, not guilty, with no incl- like no transparency on, on what went into this, the decision-making. So I am excited to see – those envelopes get unsealed and made public. I think that, and I would love to see Roger Goodell take a stand in a court of law. I'm sure some lawyers are chomping at the bit to ask him various questions about how he runs a nonprofit called the NFL. Oh, I hope this. I hope this is uh, documented on television, like or on Instagram, like Johnny Depp Amber Heard hearings. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm not going to pay close attention, but I'm going to pay attention to the memes. Oh yeah, he'd be sweating. He'd be like Pete Gillen sweating through his suit shirt. On yeah, the, on the stand. <laughs> Only if Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa all had memes when they were when they were testifying in front of Congress. Oh, I know. Memes weren't cool by, back then. They got lucky. They, they definitely got lucky. All right. Where do you want to go from here? Do you want to go to college football? Yeah, let's do college football. All right. College football pick them. And we got to cruise through this. Uh, we got to add or drop some teams here. Your final four is Bama, UGA, TCU, and Tennessee. Is that right? That is correct. And I have Ohio State, Michigan, Oregon, and Clemson. And now I believe it is my turn to pick, right? It is your turn. You have the waiver wire. All right. I'm going to go into the SEC. I'm going to get in there. LSU. They have a way to get into the college football playoff. They have to win out. They have a tough game against Arkansas where they're only favored by three on the road after a big win in Alabama in overtime. LSU is my pick. So that makes Ohio State, Michigan, Oregon. You dropped Ohio LSU. State for LSU. Getting closer, right? ACC is definitely out of the college football <laughs> playoffs. So now I'm looking Whoa. at Pac-12, Big Ten, SEC. What about you? What say you, trainer? I think I should. I've looked at those Pac. I've looked at those LA schools, man. Um, I'm, I'm flirting with them. Uh, you've taken LSU off the plate. Um, USC is still at UCLA. I'd like to be adventurous and pick 12 UCLA uh, to beat USC at home and then potentially play Oregon and beat Oregon. I like that. I think since I have the waiver wire priority back, I might as well stick in here. I don't want to drop Alabama like a hipster and be like, Oh, well, you know, Alabama's not cool anymore. Um, so I'm going to stand, I'm going to stay stand Pat. Is that how you say? You're going to keep Bama and Tennessee. Are you nuts? No, no. SEC has always has uh, priority when it comes to picking teams at the end of the day. All right, all right, all right. So Tennessee is ranked number uh, top four is Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, just outside of the college football final fours. Tennessee at number five, Oregon at number six, LSU seven, 
USC, number eight, Bama, nine, Clemson, 10. Clemson being in the top 10 is, is disgusting. And then outside of the top 10, looking in, Ole Miss, number 11, UCLA, like you said, has two ranked matchups, USC and then maybe Oregon. And USC has those two ranked matchups, UCLA and Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. Utah, they should go ahead. Oh yeah, they should have. They should have flipped UCLA to ten and Clemson to twelve, in my opinion. Yeah, and they and they should have had Utah a little a little above yeah. Clemson and Ole Miss, in my opinion. Well, they only have they have two losses. They have two losses. I get. I, I'll give them that. I'll give the. Well, oh yeah, that. they lost to Florida and to. Uh, all right, I can't remember. We'll come back to that. This week, did they lose the whole? No, do they no. play that anymore? No, I don't think they play that this year. USC, I think they lost USC, right? No, they beat USC yeah. by one at home. Oh, that's right. Okay, I'll look that up. Um, all right, let's go into the slate. This is where we give you sound, sound gambling advice. Um, where do you want to start? Uh, apparently, I apparently I don't anymore. <laughs> number seven, LSU goes on the road to face Arkansas. LSU is favored by three. Arkansas. <sighs> It's still not good. They lost to Liberty, which has a top 25 defense, but they're still Liberty, and Arkansas should have better players than that. They are one game from being bowl eligible. LSU coming off a huge emotional win against Alabama. Can the college kids get back up to face a foe? Las Vegas does not think so. They favored LSU by three. I'm going to go ahead and say this. LSU covers. They keep their national championship hopes alive. So I had three and a half. And the only reason I say that because I almost want to pick Arkansas to keep this within a field goal. Um, we're going to go with three. Yeah, I'll pick LSU. Let's do three and a half. I, I I'll like pick Arkansas. Let's 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 get let's get adventurous. All right, three three and a half. LS, we'll say that LSU LSU covers. All right, top twenty five matchup down in the Big Twelve. Your TCU home fro- Horn Frogs at. Number 18, Texas, with Quinn Ewers, Bijan Robinson coming off a bye week. TCU, do they stumble here, or Sonny Dykes got his kids up to play? <sighs> UT went into Kansas State, won a big game against the purple team. Purple That's teams. right. Oh, excuse They're me. Texas is favored by seven here. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. At home. I'm going to say TCU will cover. I Yeah, I mean, I think Texas could win, but I'm just going to go with TCU covering the seven. All right, TCU has Baylor and Iowa State on their resume if they get past Texas in order to make it into the college football playoff. I think TCU is going to lose. Does Texas cover seven? No. So put me down as well as uh, as okay. as TCU TCU covers. I, I you know what? No, I'm just going to say Texas. Oh, off a of bye week at home, Texas covers the seven. That's so many points. I'm not sure how much that pays out, but I'm sure it's a zillion dollars. All right. They still have some sort of, they have three losses. They, this is Texas. They still, they have three losses and still have a chance to win the big 12. I don't, I haven't looked at the, how that works, but they are able to do so. Still. Wait, I get who, who's right behind TCU. Who's second in the big 12. I have no idea. Oklahoma state, but they lost big time. Kansas state, I think te- Kansas state, but then they'd have the head to head win against Kansas state. If TCU lost out, I think that's where UT can jump. And, or I mean, at least play in the Big 12 title game. So, they so do this have a might be a here. rematch. This might be a rematch in the Big 12 title game. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. All right. All right. Now, up there in Oxford, Mississippi, Bama, Grove. At, the, at the Grove, the most overrated tailgate scene in the country. Bama is favored by 11 and a half over Lane Kiffin's Black Bears. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what Bama does. I'm not sure if they turtle because they're uh, because their national championship hopes are, are squashed and they're just riding this wave of disappointment where they're not playing for much. Maybe they're playing for an orange bowl against Clemson. Not sure about that. 
I'm going to say Bama will win, but they've been playing down to their opponents all season long. Their defense is not that good. Ole Miss covers. <sighs> Picked Alabama to cover on the road last week. Wait, does, does Bama not have a chance? LSU can't lose out and Bama can win out and they can win? LSU holds – I mean, maybe. You're right, but L- LSU holds that coveted tiebreaker. And yes, I- yeah. They both lost to Tennessee. They both have two losses. LSU beat Alabama. I'm going to go with Alabama to cover on the road. I'm going to okay. stick with my teams. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, LSU has a loss to FSU, which seems like a million years ago. Um, and they have a yes, loss to Tennessee. So they only have forget one SEC loss. Alabama has two. So even if – yeah, even if LSU loses, they'll have two SEC losses and hold – the tiebreaker, so they'll have to um oh man, I don't even know who LSU has left on their schedule. I'll look that up. They play they they host uh UAB. That'd be a great upset at home mm-hmm. in Death Valley, um at eight PM. <laughs> and then they have uh at AM. You know, yeah, they have a pretty easy schedule to end the season. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I think I think I'll stand by That's uh, tough. L- That's LSU. Tough. <laughs> All right. Now out in the Pac twelve, Washington at number six, Oregon. Oregon is favored by thirteen and a half. Washington for whatever reason, always plays Oregon tough. It's a rivalry game that not many people know about because not many people are Pac-12 football uh, buffs like us. I'm going to say I'm going to give it to Oregon, but I'm going to say Washington will cover. Actually, okay. Washington um, is absolute garbage. Bo Nix is on freaking fire. He cannot be stopped. He, I, he's a Heisman dark horse, in my opinion. He should be invited to New York. Oregon covers the 13 and a half. I take that all back. Damn it. I thought we were going to split on this one. I'm going to go with Oregon to cover as well. And Utah lost at UCLA. That was the, the California school they lost to. Okay. Well, yeah. USC, UCLA, potato, potato. All right. We got to get moving here. If we're going to get an N- NBA slash college football, college fo- basketball draft here. Let's go to our three up, three down. Trainer, give me your first of the NFL. So we're going three teams that are up that we think are going up in this week and three teams that are going down this week. Trainer, give me your first up. We go with the Bears Dang! at home. Fa- yep, you're favor- absolutely right. Fair by, fair by three. Josh Fields playing out of his mind. He's got Claypool, who will be now being his second game with the Bears. Um, you know, Mooney's playing well. He's throwing a Cole Komet. He's got two great running backs and Herbert and Montgomery. Uh, I think the Bears, the NFC, is so bad. I could see them. I could see them playing themselves into a uh, eight and nine, nine and eight playoff team scenario yeah. so i'm gonna go the bears all right mm-hmm. i like the bears as well they unlocked justin fields you know how they did that they let him let him play let him ball well they let him ball you know they just stole they straight up stole plays with the ravens it was like okay that makes sense he has oh. lamar jackson's skill set allow him to play football like lamar jackson Who who's coaching for him aj hinch i know astros astros joke yeah the, nice nice deep cut um <laughs> my second uh my first up was the bears i'll go ahead and take the second one the Raiders favored by four and a half against the Colts. There's no way Jeff Saturday gets this done. I picked the Raiders to cover the four and a half. They're mad. They're without Hunter Renfro and they're ha- without Daryl Daryl Williams, their tight end. But the Raiders have. Oh, sorry, Darren Waller. Darren yes. Waller. Jeff Saturday had a tweet that's not going to age well when he said the Raiders look really bad right now. When he was an ESPN analyst last week, I think the Raiders smacked that up on the bulletin board and they actually get a win here. Okay. I'm going to go with the Bucks, the yep. Buccaneers, favored at home by two and a half against the NFC West leading Seahawks. We saw that coming uh, with Geno Smith. I like the Bucks. I think last week's comeback win to sink the Rams, probably their season. That was kind of a playoff game in my mind. Like one, one team's going to die. One team might make a, a push. I think the Bucks will make a push the further Brady gets away from that divorce. 
the better the Buccaneers play. Uh, Buccaneers will start to turn it on a little bit and win the NFC South. Sorry, Saints. Well, okay. Uh, I disagree. I disagree. Uh, I, the Bucks are all on my way down, and the, okay. uh, the reason is, well, first off, they're playing in Germany. Team, Damn Tom, it, the Tom Brady. Tom Brady Did is it old. again. Yeah, I know. Eight thirty a.m. But here's the point against my my pick here. I think Seattle covers. Tom Brady is old. He likes to do things in the morning, so I think he's going to do well mm. with the jet lag. And be able to stay on his biological clock and just say, hey, it's 930 in the morning. I'm old. I was up since five. So here we are. I'm ready to play. I've been awake for five hours. So give me give me the Seattle to cover there with the Bucks going down. They should they should be if you drew this out on paper at the beginning of the season, you would have said Bucks by a million. But their offensive line is oh, yeah. so bad. I uh, mean, yeah, Kenneth, Kenneth Walker is playing really well for the Seahawks. Seahawks defense playing really well about Jamal Adams. Shout out to LSU. Um, Seahawks. How many time zones do they have to go? Like twelve? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I like the Bucks. All right, I like it. All right, give me, give me your last up. Oh, my last up. I'm gonna go with the Panthers. Just kidding. That's cheating because they just won. Um, I'm gonna go with the Titans, continuing their uh, charge to win the AFC South by beating uh, the dangerous Broncos. Let's ride. Let's not ride. Let's hide. Uh, Titans at home. All right, I like I, that was my that was my pick as well. Um, Tennessee's defense pretty good. They're completely designed yeah. to stop Patrick Mahomes. So they're going to have no trouble with Russell Wilson. My first down, I'm going to go ahead and sail it. The Saints. The Saints stink. Oh. Andy Dalton oh. stinks. TJ Watt is, is rumored to be back for the Steelers, and Andy Dalton cannot throw over the line of scrimmage without his ball getting tipped. The Steelers will definitely cover. The Saints are favored by two. All right. Give me your first gonna, down. I got a hot one. Fire one. All right. I love me, I love me some Heineke. They should have won that game against Minnesota last week. Philadelphia should have lost that game at Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Philadelphia gets their first loss at home on Monday Night Football to Taylor Heineke. I like that a lot. Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder's former team. I like that a lot. I looked at it and didn't have the cojones to 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 say it. My uh, next down, the Bills. I think the Bills will win this game. Josh Allen is banged up. His elbow is what's bothering him. The Viking the Vikings covered the three and a half. I'm I'm envisioning that Kirk Cousins has a chance to win it at the end of the game on a game winning drive and he goes down and comes up just short where a field goal would win the game. Okay. I mean yeah it might be Case Keenum, uh a revenge game. All right. All right. Nice. Could be. Nice. It could, could be. be. Not in prime time, so Kirk Cousins might have a good game. Uh another down for me. The Packers, that's is that is that too easy? It's it Lambeau. might be it's not really fair. Who are the Packers playing? Um, playing the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. I will go with the Rams to lose at home to the Cardinals. Rams down. All right. Continue to be down. All right. Well, let's do it. The long-awaited NBA slash uh, college NCAA BB draft. BBQ. Uh, which one are we doing first? Let's do NBA. Flip that Zen. All right. Um, heads. Call it. (laughs) You didn't see it. Tails. Tails. It is heads. All right. Damn it. All right. So I got to look at this, uh, the standings right now. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Celtics. I know they're in disarray. Malcolm Brogdon just got hurt, but Sam Hauser, former UVA stud, playing pretty well for the Seas. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Celtics out of the East. All right. I'll stay in the East, pick the Bucks. I think that's a good pick. I don't like how much they used Giannis. I think he gets overused, and after 82 games, they're going to know 
how to at least maneuver around him. So I will. I, I like that pick, but I'm going to tell you. Oh, I'm going to tell you. All right. <laughs> that leaves me the gateway to the Western Conference, and and is it any more obvious than to pick the Golden State Warriors? I mean, I don't think they're currently in the playoffs, Massey. Well, let's let's take. I, I I asked a question. Do you like the Golden State Warriors? I didn't. <laughs> I do like them. They're four and seven. I'm just giving you a hard time. They are four and seven. Um, let's. They just they just seem to to really to really turn it on when it means the most. I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Warriors there. Okay, I'm gonna go with my my new home team. I saw their starting fives really good. They got this guy named Bones Highland. Played out of his mind. Bones, awesome Bones. dude. Denver Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets, I like. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, yeah, I like. I like. I'm looking at the Warriors right now. Who's gonna the Grizzlies maybe? But I can't. I can't. I gotta pick. Uh, I gotta pick my Pelicans. I just have to. All right. All right. That's fair. It's fair. I'm gonna hop back to the East. I'm gonna take the Cleveland Cavaliers. What's going on with Cleveland? Why are they so good? Donovan Mitchell. They got the USC kid. I continue to forget his name. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I like that. And my last pick, I'm probably going to go back to the East here. Let's see here. Hawks, they can do some damage. Raptors, Wizards, no thank you. Um, No, no. I'm going to pick another Western team, I think. Balance it out, baby. Mm, yeah, you got you to you pick. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. And the Jazz, I don't believe in. The Blazers, I don't believe in. All right, give me the Suns. I know they're going to Damn lose. it. You, you know what? You know what? Scratch that. You can have the Suns. I'll take the Grizzlies because oh. I love John Morant. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Evan Mobley is my uh, my Cleveland Cavalier, my, my fave, my sophomore uh, romance. Yeah, I'll go the Suns. Thank you. Yeah, you can have that one. That one's a gimme. I just can't root for Chris Paul. Although I do respect him. He played for the Pelicans. He did his time. He moved on to the Clippers. But watching the Suns fall – is just one of one of the greatest NBA pastimes. Okay, now on to the NCAA men's division. Um, you get to pick. By first the way, here. I cannot I cannot wait for Bucks Celtics and Warriors Nuggets Western Eastern Conference Finals. Doubtful, Book very it. doubtful. Doubtful. The 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 nugget the Nuggets are not that good. They're pretty good. They're they're not good. They beat the Spurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Without without Primo. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What what a what a heck of a win that was. All right. Give me your first team oh, off yeah. the board. Ugh, Don't do it. Do not do that. Do not look oh, at the. Do not look man. at the number one team in the nation. Stare it in the face. Do not pick it. Do not do it. You're gonna take it, Carolina. Oh my gosh, that's terrible! Absolutely terrible. What do you want? What do you want? Houston? Come on! No, I'm not going to pick Carolina or Gonzaga. I believe in oh. neither. I'm going to go all the way down <laughs> to number five and pick me oh, some Baylor Baylor oh. Bears. Oh, I had Kansas five. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't believe in repeats. Although Kansas is going <laughs> to win the Kansas is going to win the Big Twelve and be a one seed. I get it. Why didn't Bill Self get in more trouble? He's just suspended, self inflicted uh, suspension. I don't what know because because really weird. If you're a college basketball coach, you're absolutely invincible. All right, uh, Calipari can't be terrible forever. I'm gonna go blue blood again. I'm going with Kentucky. Okay, well then, <laughs> give me Kansas. Saga. Ooh, give me Mental. Kansas. They have a great five star freshman that's been looking good in their first two games. Give me Kansas. All right, what's your third pick? 
Yeah, I'm not doing that. No, nope. see you number eight. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not doing it. I'm no, not doing do it. Not I'm gonna pick Duke. I, dude. I I have liked how much of a run this team has put on, and I might actually pick them up in college football as well at some point. I'm gonna go with UCLA. All right, all right. I like, like them that. in the tournament the last few years. They've been awesome in the tournament. You're right. I forgot to write yours down, so I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure where we are anymore. Carolina, Kentucky, UCLA, Blue Blood Central. Oh, that is yeah, that's great. Crichton is very, very interesting to me. They they play in a, the tough Big East. Is that still a thing, or are they play in the AAC? I can't. I cannot remember off the top of my head. Houston, last year they were 32 and six. Man, that's a lot of wins. 30 wins, a lot of wins. You know what? Let me go outside of the box here and pick Houston. All right, I'll take the Zags. Oh, dork. You're such a dork. The Zags new, are going to do anything. New school blue blood. New school. I'm going I'm to reach. I'm going to reach down all the way. Duke. No, no. Not in a million <laughs> years would I ever have any inkling to watch a Duke game. Ugh. Virginia? Gross. Number 18. Number 18. Number the third 18, best team in the ACC. UVA. Oh. They were returning all five starters and that's a recipe for success armand franklin he scored 21 points hopefully he can shoot the basketball we have a great mid-range shooter and and murphy uh kihei clark heard of him he's on his 10th year playing for uh, uva he's got some experience i like what they're doing at uh in virginia they have some shooters that they're going to be able to utilize the depth the depth and experience and the pack line defense Take me to the final four, guys. UVA. Blue blood. <laughs> new school, like Gonzaga. New school blue blood. You can drop the mic on that one. Sports fans, that is all the time we have for you this week. If you cannot, if you didn't catch the full show on KHOL when we air Fridays 2 to 3, please download our podcast wherever podcasts are available. Teton Sports Talk. Wait, rate, review, tell your friends. All right, guys, that's it. That's all.